Welcome to Thrive with Nancy, a podcast typically for executive women intended to untangle any and all career concerns you might bump into along the way to promotions and salary increases. But this one is also great to pass on to your male peers. I know you must be questioning how our podcast topic, Love and Serve, is relevant to your leadership, but I promise the insights you hear will be transformative. While running a leadership mastermind program recently, one of the participants shared during a really nitty-gritty discussion on management, quote, it was recommended to me in college that we should never think of our employees as family. It blurs the line, unquote. These comments came from a young, newly emerging leader. What? I thought. Well, I agree, we can't bring our emotionally immature sibling rivalries or jealousies into the mix, but a family unit that supports and, dare I say, loves one another and wants the best for each, heck yes! I was shocked that this sentiment regarding leadership is considered applicable in today's marketplace. When you get into the trenches where effective, real-life work cultures exist, caring, respecting, and trusting are fundamental to advancing your career. It may feel uncomfortable to place your future on the softer side of the business. I get that. Yet, they're vital for your continued growth. You see, everything dramatically shifts when you're now responsible for generating an effective, smooth-running operation. At this point, How you motivate your people becomes the core competency for your future leadership success. No question about it. The soft skills, such as caring, respecting, and trusting, come into play big time. It may feel uncomfortable to place your future on the softer side of the business, and it's part of your growth. Yes, your well-honed expertise is your entrance fee to business and why you are initially hired. And it's also mandatory to obtain promotions early in the game. But don't count on leading with merely your know-how long-term, or you may find your career stalling, or even worse, face-planting when you least expect it. We all know, or at least have heard, that those executives exhibiting their soft skills ability on their career journey are the ones senior leadership tap on the shoulder for higher level positions in the organization. And whether it's spoken out loud or not, at the root of all of these promotions are love skills. That's what soft skills are all about. Let's take a quick peek at the quantifiable results achieved when you tap into some of your soft love magnifier qualities. Trust. It's hiring and believing your people want and will do what is right. Embracing trust as a core element of your leadership arsenal to engage employees is essential. Research has shown that high-trust organizations, total return to shareholders, that stock price plus dividends, is 286% higher than low-trust organizations. Oh, wow. Is that big? Empathy. It's the ability to understand, to share another's feeling. Does that sound way too emotionally gushy to be touted as a leadership trait? You'd be wrong. A Fortune article reported 
employees nearly unanimously agree on the importance of empathy, yet 92% feel it remains undervalued. No question, it pays off in improved business outcomes for companies and managers who utilize empathy as one of their tools. Acknowledgement. It's daily attention to what your staff is doing right and letting them know you noticed. HubSpot says that 69% of employees will work harder when they feel better appreciated. And Forbes writes that employees who feel their voice is heard are 4.6 times more likely to feel empowered to perform their best work. Adding weight to the acknowledgement argue, one study documents that 84% of highly engaged employees were recognized the last time they went above and beyond at work. So how is your acknowledgement muscle? If you're so busy spending time on the nuts and bolts of projects, you end up forgetting the people you manage. Everyone loses, you, the manager, your company, and your employees. Phew, that's a lot of stats. I hope they clarify for you the advantage of developing the softer approach, and one might even concede that love creates a powerful foundation for success. And keep in mind that this is only the beginning. You'll discover many more love attitudes to boost the business culture you foster along your management journey. Keep your eyes open because the culture you generate boils down to the values you have, which directly ties to your actions. Serve is the next discussion point of this podcast. It's not a new idea. You probably already have heard about servant leadership a timeless concept that gained recognition in 1970 and is even more relevant to today. Let's dig into it a bit more. It's a simple philosophy that produces a positive ripple effect throughout the organization, and it starts by understanding the uniqueness of your people. Servant leadership is expecting and seeking the best in everyone and drawing it out in them through serving. It's about the growth and fulfillment of your employees. At its heart, it's measuring success not merely based upon the company's good, but your employees too. So what are some practical steps you can take? Diversity is everything. Managers in today's marketplace are trained to honor and appreciate gender, race, ethnicity, sexuality, political viewpoints, and religion and everything else in between. And even more critical for a thriving culture is to respect the diversity of thought. And it's an indispensable lens for a manager. To be an effective diversity manager requires digging in to recognize that difference of thought is at the root of humans connecting or not. It is about being receiver-centric as a manager. Such an approach is a fancy way of saying you can't address your staff exclusively from your frame of reference, as it often creates barriers to being followed. So make sure you know how they best obtain information and shift your preferred mode to align with their favorite form. It's easier than you think when you pay attention to your staff. What do I mean by that? You want to listen 
to how your employees explore issues and then how they explain the conclusions they came to as a clue to where their preferred receiver-centric style is. Take on the what I call quote-unquote explorer looking for gold mentality. That has you asking open-ended questions where you're searching for all their greatness, not closed ones where it appears you're looking to expose all of their missteps. Searching for the good in your employees generates outstanding results and has been validated over and over. Let's look at a couple of those validations. Liz Wiseman's research explores defining characteristics and behaviors that separate great leaders from those viewed negatively. She found a commonality. What was it? Liz calls them multipliers, or the multiplying factor. By the way, the name of her book is Multipliers. As leaders, they manage employees based upon their employees' genius and strength. Not only did these multipliers achieve two times the productivity. Did you hear that? Two times the productivity from their employees, but their employees also got smarter. Wow, what's not to like about that? Marcus Buckingham explores improving performance and employee engagement by focusing on what they're doing right instead of what they do wrong. He found that paying attention to what people are good at, what they value, where their talents resides, and their unique personality is a requisite for a manager's toolbox. And wrapping it up, Gallup found that employees whose managers focus on their strengths reduced the actively disengagement rate in their company Quite a bit of this podcast focuses on words, but they're never enough. I anticipate you've also seen it necessitates consistent action in alignment with what you speak. It's only then that you open hearts to believe and engage and give more than asked. Generating positive transformative results always rests in the choices you make. You have to understand that your rise to the top is a balancing act. It isn't because of what you can produce or how tough you are as a manager. No, it is about your capacity to deliver through others. Your ability to love and serve is the multiplying characteristic that will propel your career forward into high gear. And they're also the factors that generate corporate expansion and profitability. My desire for you is that you experience every day filled with joy, fulfillment, and purpose, and that love and serve becomes your automatic response amid chaos, troublesome employees, and impossible time crunches. With these attitudes embedded in your heart and action, you'll discover your career is limitless. You're the only one who can truly bring this into being, and I hope you recognize that. By the way, if you're looking for more, I'd love for you to check out the Your Strategic Edge program. You can partner with me, an executive coach who has aided thousands of men and women in unlocking secrets for expanding their careers. I can do this for you too, no question about it. 
Together, we explore diverse ways to bring possibility into being for you to realize your professional aspirations. Hey, check out www.thrivewithnancy.com forward slash executive forward slash. I'd be delighted to support you. Remember, no one ever makes it to the top alone. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and co-workers. Thanks so much.